Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Business Your Mind. In this week's episode, I had the privilege of talking with another Gary, Indiana's own guest, Miss Victoria Serrano. She's not only from my hometown, but is a graduate of the Westside High School, which is proudly my alma mater. She is a proud mama of three and founder of Tori Lee Events. In this episode, Tori graciously shares the ups and downs of her business journey, going into how she went after self-employment, not just to enjoy financial independence and not have to answer to anybody for days off, but to be able to be around for her children's extracurricular activities, big moments in their lives, and just have more time to be with them in general. Join us as she shares her journey and business your mind. Hey, everybody. What's up? Where's your story begin? Let's go there. Well, my story began for the most part when I just found myself getting tapped out. And when I say that, I mean pretty much every employer I've had, it really set in as I was sitting in my store. I was a retail store manager at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it, I can't get any higher than this. My level of expertise will never get higher than where I am. And it's a horrible feeling to really know that you have potential to do more, to Mm -hmm. be more, but you're in a position to where you can't express that or be that. And I always knew I was great at management. I always knew that I was great at organizational skills, at leadership, at doing well in high pressure environments. Okay. Under high stress environment. High stress. And, and so I, and again, just kind of bouncing back to the past employers, every employer I've ever been at, that's how I felt. I started at the bottom. I would be an associate. I would be a supervisor. I would be a manager. I would even change departments and do the same. But I just, again, felt stuck. I felt wow. like I could not get more than what I was getting. And also, paid what I felt oh. I was worth. Yeah, that retail. Yeah. And I think it's just when you get to that point to where you're sacrificing your time, you have family that you can't see or spend time with, especially when I, I was a mom at the time, a single mom at the time, and I had two kids. And I was just like, okay, I got to figure something out. I mulled over it for years. And let's say this probably really set in my spirit. I would probably say when my, at the time I had two children, I would say my second youngest was, I would say he was about maybe six, okay. I would say. And so, mind you, he's 17 now. And so I think it set in really just, about that time so that would have put me at about 2012. okay okay and I, I was just like okay i gotta figure something out i switched from retail management with it to healthcare administration same thing it was better hours as a retail manager you you are working yeah, all over the clock days. yeah totally seven days a week. you are yeah. people can't come in you're you're you are automatically meant to come in and fill in that shit so i literally was working myself to that it's rough and yeah. then, Again, not feeling like I was being compensated for my time and for my energy for just everything that I put into the job. And then, so I thought, okay, I'll go into healthcare. That, that would be better, at least until I figure out what I want to do. At least on Monday through Friday, I'm not working on the weekends. I can spend time with the family, my kids on the weekends. That'll be better. Right, okay. I, again, plateaued there as well. Got into operations management, got into corporate level where I always felt like, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's where I want to go. Corporate is where it's at. I know I can be compensated for what I'm worth in corporate. Mm-hmm. That corporate environment still didn't feel fulfilled. And I got pregnant with my third, my youngest, my youngest now. He is now seven. This was, let me just paint the picture for you. Okay, please. I'm sitting, please. I'm, I'm sitting at the front desk of a a, a medical group that I worked for at the time. Mm-hmm. I was about 10 months pregnant with my third child. You say 10 30 months? One, 10 months pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm saying 10 months because that's how I felt. I thought I misheard that. <laughs> I was like, did no, you say 10 months? Like, like, nope, I started doing the math. Like, wait. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm dramatic like that. And but no, okay, I was, I, realistically, I think I was like seven months pregnant. Okay. But I was 
exhausted. I was tired. I did not want to work. And and I and I am a hard worker by nature. Okay. To not feel like I have a purpose every day is just unknown to me. Mm. I have mm. always either had a job, had some type of extracurricular activity. This goes back to high school. Like I I always had to feel like I was a part of something. Right. To right. feel purposeful, to feel like I was giving the world something, if mm. that makes sense. And I was like exhausted and I'm like, okay, I'm 31 years old. I'm seven months pregnant. I'm about to give birth to my third child. I, 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 this, this is, this is it. This is my, this is my plateau moment of like, what, what else is there for me other than to figure out what I can do to, mm. to improve my lifestyle, me, myself. Wow. What wow. can I do to change the direction my life is going in because I looked up and my older two were teenagers, you know, and what was I doing? Going to school, working, going to school, working. And it just, and I was just was like, you know what? I miss so much of my older two, their extracurricular activities. I literally was going to school, dropping them off at daycare, going to work, picking them up from daycare. We would be home for a few hours. Everybody was asleep. I was back at work, back at school. I mean, this was literally years of this type of wow. routine. Wow. And so I told myself, no, th this is it. I I'm done. So, mind you, this would have been uh, October-ish of 2015. I had my son in December of 2015, and then I started planning. I said, I'm done. I'm leaving the job. I didn't leave the job, but mentally, I was done. You, you Physically, I was mentally, still there. Okay, you were mentally gone. Right. I'm out of here. Right. Okay. Right. Physically, I was still there, but mentally, I was gone. In my mind, now, how am I going to use this job? to to create a side hustle and then to get out of here is basically how I was looking at it. Mm -hmm. And so I started, I organized my business. Tori Lee LLC is my business entity. I do business as Tori Lee Events. I started my entity in September of 2016. So not even a year from that month, not less than a year, I think it was like eight months from that mindset of me saying, I, I'm, I'm going to change my my you know, my direction. This is going, this is happening now. And I planned. I literally sat down and I wrote down all of my foundational skill sets, my characteristics. Okay. What makes me great? What do I feel makes me the best option for whatever it is I'm going to do? Because I, I knew that I'm great at leadership. I'm great at management. I'm right. great at organizational skills. I'm great at making things look pretty. You know, it, it was it was all of that intertwined. And so at the time I had a patient that was an event planner. She did it sparingly. Okay. And I we were I was checking her out from her appointment. We were literally just talking. And again, I I knew that in this environment I would meet someone. I just knew it in my soul. Oh, wow. Somebody that would take me to that next level that would even even if it was a small step in the direction that I said that I wanted to go in I, I was like I knew I, I was like Lord and I and I definitely am heavy on when God sets something in your heart it's not there for no for no reason all right you know, he, he doesn't tell you you know you don't you don't have these dreams these ideas these goals because they are not accomplished you know you can't because you can't accomplish them it's just how do I accomplish them? You know, what will the plan be? Okay. So I was talking to her, I was checking her out, and I was like, Yeah, you know, I'm probably gonna be not here when I see you again. I'm not gonna be ready to put it on two week notice. You know, I was just kind of telling her we, her and I became really close. And she was like, Well, what are you gonna do? I'm starting an event planning business. Oh wow. She goes, She goes, Oh, I've been planning weddings for fifteen years. Let's have coffee about that. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a huge opportunity. Blew my mind. So like that next week, that next weekend or something like that, we met, we had coffee. One thing I will say about anyone's journey of wanting to become an entrepreneur is follow the signs. Mm, they are I like there. that. Follow the signs. I they like are that. always there. What you have to do is put yourself in the position to see them. You have to set that core inner knowing belief in yourself 
that there is better for you and you're going to attain that, even if it takes you five or 10 years. People assume that because things take time, that it, that it, it discourages them. The time is going to go by anyway. That's the best way I can say that. The time is going to go by anyway. That's just it's like when you're 25 years old or 35 years old and you think, oh, I'm too old to go back to college and get a degree. I'll be 40 years old when I graduate with my bachelor's. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you want to be 40 years old with a bachelor's or 40 years old without a bachelor's? It's kind of like you're going to get to 40 years old right, either right. way to go. So how are we using that time? So once I realized that fact is that the time is going to go by anyway, put yourself in the position to be available to those people, follow the signs, everything just started to fall in line for me. Okay. She got, she got me connected with some other people and it just snowballed from there. So, okay. So that's a huge like introduction to how you got there. I, I actually was going to go, I want to take it back a little bit. I want to ask you, how did you decide, before you met her, how did you decide event planning? I think it just falls back to what can I do to improve my lifestyle? Mm. How can I build something that is my own, that I can control, that is going to grant me time freedom and financial freedom? There you go. Because, because I want to be home with my kids. I want to set my own schedule. I don't want anyone telling me when I can take a lunch. Or anything like that. Like I want, I, I want, you know, like I want to have a lifestyle that I am in control of. And if I want to speed things up, I can do that. If I want to slow things down, I can do that. Sure. And so I think it was literally, it, it was me sitting at that desk, being pregnant with my third child, and realizing like I am about to repeat this same cycle that I did with my older two. I'm gonna be working all the time. Mm. He's gonna be in daycare all the time. Again, a single mom, three kids. Wow. You know, so it just. It was really that fact of there is nobody that's going to come and do this for me. Mm -hmm. If I know in my soul that no matter where I go, I'm never going to be fulfilled. I'm never going to be happy. I have to make a change. And how do I make that change? I start my own brand. I start my own business. I didn't really have an example. Like I don't have any family members or anyone that was like directly connected to me that had their own business okay. that I felt inspired by. I literally just, it was my own unhappiness. That's, no, that's a strong good. motivator for sure. Um, you know, your own personal unhappiness. I mean, only you are experiencing that. Only you know what that feels like. And only you have to do something about it. You know, you get to that point. Like you said, you get to that point. So I want to go back to, I love this, follow the signs. Uh, what were the signs before you met the lady? Because that was pretty incredible. Before you met the lady, what were the signs that said event planning? It said specifically, because you had management and you could have been a consultant. You could have been a lot of different things based on that background. The light bulb for me was at the time I was working for a medical group and my administrator came to me and she said, hey, you're really good at organizing. I was really thinking about organizing a Christmas party for, okay. the, for the group. The doctors want to put in on this. This is the budget that we're working with. You know, you have free creativity. Run with it. That's amazing. And I thought, and I thought, okay, you know, that sounds that sounds fun. You know, it sounds interesting. It's different. It's it's something I can you know use my own creative know how. And I love to shop. I love to design. And again, didn't realize how much I loved to design then, but now I realize it. Right, right. And then I was like, okay, cool. So. You know, she gave me the money and, well, you know, she gave me the budget and was like, hey, uh, we just need a caterer, you know, someone for food, you know. And when I tell you, it literally just like everything just clicked. Mm. It was like I automatically knew, okay, what is what, what what cuisine does everyone like? Let me think majority of what I've seen, you know, here in the office. Okay, does anybody have any allergies? Does anybody not like this or not like that? I honed in on the menu. Wow. Then I remembered, okay, what are Christmas colors? What what normally attracts people for Christmas? You know, those greens, the reds, the golds, the silvers. Um, oh, a gorgeous Christmas tree in the break room would probably be really dope to yeah, incorporate. Yeah. It was it was little things like that that I just they were just hitting like it, bing, 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 bing. Yeah, it was like it literally just it lit a fire in me, honestly. Wow. And I had so much fun planning that Christmas party mm -hmm. that and, and even just the, 
the um, organization of it, just the, uh, again, every element of that, I think is really what made me be like, oh, I'm pretty good at this, actually. Because I knew this as confirmation once I organized the catering, I organized the time frame, I figured out a good day. And then I started getting great feedback from my coworkers. There it is. Girl, you called. I never had this before. That food was delicious. Or, oh my God, Victoria, the centerpieces were so adorable. Mm -hmm. what, what made you think about that? And, oh my God, you know, I would have never thought about putting these colors together. And yeah, yeah. it was literally just like to where we had, you know, how offices will decorate their office, of you course, know, yeah, for yeah. Valentine's Day whatever, but it, it's more on like a minimal type of design, you know, right, right. the decor, you know, some hearts or something like that or whatever. And so she kind of came to me about a couple weeks before Valentine's Day and was like, hey, you know, we really loved your Christmas decor. You know, if you know anywhere, we can get some really cool Valentine's Day decor. And then it literally, became, and again, mind you, this was like 2016, like right, right, right before. Yeah. yeah, Exactly, like right before that. So I think I did maybe Valentine's Day, I think I did St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh, I suggested doing like a mother's tribute to like all the moms in the office and stuff like that. And so we had like a little luncheon for that. And so again, wow. I think so you started that's, really that's a great question. Yeah, I'm so happy you asked me that because I think I didn't realize honestly until right now in this moment that that is what triggered me. I think that it wow. was it was I knew I was good at it once I started doing it. But mm -hmm. but it's crazy how the person, you know, the environment you feel you're not wanting to be in still is the stepping stone. It's still, it's, you know, it was the launch pad into all to yeah, what you are now. Exactly, yeah, that, exactly. yeah, I find that very interesting because the same place that you were just like, huh, I'm tired, was the same place that, that inspired you by yeah. doing this little side thing. And that right there yeah. is just, and, and it's, it warms my heart when you said that it was this moment that you realized actually it was then that triggered me even going down this path. So, wow, that's huge. And, it, and I was going to ask, uh, like, how much before that, you, you mentioned that moment where you're sitting there and you're just like, ugh, tired. And I don't want, I'm about to have this third child and I don't want to put this one through the, the same stuff that I did the other two by not being there. How much before, was this after that moment or was this before that moment? This was after that. Wow, was, look at that. You see what I mean? Once you put something in your heart, it's kind of like, okay, so you that's had, what you say you want. You knew you wanted to do something, but you didn't know what that something was yet. And exactly. then I didn't know what it was. Then Christmas yep. rolled around. I did not. And that's wow. Yep. Wow. I did not. Talking about not following the signs. Yeah, talk about following the signs. That's that's actually yes. pretty incredible. I am my mind's blown by that because it, you had the moment and then this happened. And this is what started. This jumped it off. You had mentioned you had already gotten your LLC. Was your LLC Tory Lee Events or was it just Tory Lee? No, it, it is still Tory Lee. It is still Tory Lee LLC, IDBA. So I do business as Tory Lee Events. Okay, yeah. And let me tell you why I did that. Tory Lee is me. Okay. Tory is a is obviously my my childhood name through family, mm -hmm. Victoria. Tory. So. I thought about what would almost satisfy my inner child. Because as children, we feel anything is possible. Right. You know, right. we don't ever have like any doubts. You know, you, you, that's just like example when they say when a child is trying to walk and they fall many times and what do they do? They keep getting back, back up, up and try to walk. You trying. Yep. You know, it's kind of like that. Because everything is deep to me. Everything is like, it's never just the initial thought. Yeah. It's always there was something prior to that that brought on that, that brought on that, that brought on that. It's kind of like we always have to kind of go back to see where we've come, you know, where we've come from to make it all make sense. You know, mm -hmm. you know, so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm literally getting That's chills here because I'm thinking about this yeah. question I want to ask you because yeah. you're about to you're about to blow my mind, I think. Uh, <laughs> when did the wedding planner lady? fall into your lap was that after the was that after the christmas party was that before the christmas party like where in that so, time no yeah that was after that was after <laughs> that <laughs> okay that was after so that, that was just because another affirmation you, right because mind you i told you i was telling her i was putting my two weeks in 
So I had already done those celebrations yeah, for the yeah. office to realize that I was good at it, to be like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. She literally helped me book my very first wedding. Wow. And I want to say this to be very transparent with people, again, who want to be entrepreneurs. I did not make my first dollar in my business until 2018. So I incorporated my business in 2016. Mm-hmm. So I went two full years of still working because I, like I said, I told her I would quit. And then I met with her and I said, you know what? I got to work a little bit longer, mm-hmm. save a little bit more money before I take this leap of faith. You there know, we like, go. Right be, there. I can't be, I can't be dumb with this now. Like I got there two kids. I'm a single mom. Like I got, I got to be smart with this. Let's be strategic. Yeah. The best thing I think you can do as an entrepreneur is balance your dreamer mindset with your realistic, with your realist mindset. With your reality. <laughs> with the reality of life because yeah. bills are always going to come. No matter what happens, you, bills are need to get paid and you exactly. got to put food on the table. You got to have a roof over your head. That's just what it is. Yeah. Balance so, your dream with your reality. Yes. Okay. I like that. Balance Absolutely. your dreams with your reality. We talked about the leap, that leap of faith. It took two additional years from that moment when you just sat down. You're like, I'm tired. I'm set, I'm starting Tory Lee LLC. I'm just doing that. And then I'll figure out what I'm going to do with it in the moment, you know, eventually. And then you started doing the Christmas parties, the Valentines, and so on and so forth. But then it was two—it was two whole years from that moment. Okay, yeah. so now you have taken—you haven't taken the leap, but you are now doing your first event. And the first event is 2018. Yes, 2018. Okay. All right. All right. Let's talk about so, that. So. So we're not at the leap I, yet. You're still working. Is that correct? Right. Right. Okay. right. Well, shortly after that, I put it like this: I made more money planning that one wedding than I would have in probably four months in the current job that I was working at. Wow, that's significant. That is significant. For four months of working, we're talking 80 hours Mm -hmm. of paycheck. But we're talking 160 hours a month times four. Okay. Right, right. I made that much in one check for full service planning in 2018. And I got happy and I said, oh, I can, and I, mind you, I had a little bit of money, a little bit of money saved up, not enough, really. Mm-hmm. And but I was like, you know what? Nope, this is it. This is all I needed, Lord. You gave me one event, and I'm I'm taking this. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping the, I am jumping the mountain, and I took the leap of faith too fast. Oh, that's what happened in March of 2018. I think I lasted about five months because it was probably like the fall time of 2018 where I was like, okay. So you leave too soon. That's what happened in March 2018. You leave too soon. Yep. Okay. Wow. This, this, what was? How did that make you feel? What did that? What did that do to you? Like as you started realizing, oops, because I got I got swollen up in the chest and uh, yeah, exactly. And That's exactly what happened. Oops. I. You know what? I think at first I was I was mad at myself. Mm. Like. Victoria, like you, you, you know, you like you know better. Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you take this? You know, why would you do that? You, you need, you needed to have at least a year worth of. I mean, I was beating myself up, mm-hmm. honestly. And yeah. so, naturally, as humans, we are self-critical. When we fail, it's even worse. Oh yeah. And oh, so yeah. I was, and then of course, it just, it, it again. I think I was just angry with myself. I think that's the best way I can say the feeling. The feeling was just I was just upset with myself that I allowed myself to get into that position of financial constraint mm. after not really ever feeling like that, in, you know, for years since I was like younger 20s, you know. And so I was just like, girl, you are too old. I was like 34. I was like, girl, you're tripping. You got three kids. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, so but then I started to think, no, no. What were some of the consequences this, during that? So consequences is I lost my car. Wow. Okay. That's, that's a big yep. one. Yep. Consequences is I lost my car. I thank God I was in an apartment at the time. What that wasn't costing me too much monthly. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get some assistance through like the County or whatever to like mm-hmm. kind of supply, you know, su- supply me with like some rent assistance and stuff like that for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord for that. Honestly, because I don't think that I would have survived. You know, they helped me with my utilities. And again, you know, I, I will admit that, I've always had um, some financial support from family, like worst case scenario, if I ever needed it. I think okay. my pride, yep. ooh, my pride, my pride. pride, our pride, my pride 
is something else, okay? I still deal with issues with my pride right now. I think we and all Yeah, and it's because I, I don't want to have that impression that I don't have it all together. I don't think none of us do. And for me, it was more my pride of my children seeing me have to get help from other people to support mm. our lifestyle. Oh, wow. Get us where we had to go to get them to school, to whatever it was. And I think I, it really humbled me. Oh, I bet. It really I bet. It humbled me to a level of one, you are human. Mm. You are not perfect. You do not have it all together. You are doing the best you can with every day you have. Yep. You know, so just, just talk this up as one of your failures through this process. I didn't really know until that failure that I had the courage and the sustainability to persevere still, even when I did not see a way to improve my situation. Wow. I was like, I'm still going to do what I set out to do, which is thrive in this business. But guess what? I got to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And so how long was this this slump, if you will, before you went back so to work? Slump was like September to December because I did tell myself I was not going back to retail. Mm-hmm. I was going to I was going to go back to healthcare more than likely because it was Monday through Friday. Right. I didn't want to have to worry about someone keeping my kids on the weekends and during the week. At least I know I had, you know, my, my older two were school age. My youngest was not. So I still had him in daycare. But, you know, daycares aren't open on the weekend. It's right. not very an astronomical cost. So at that time, it was time for me to get back to everything you make. You need to spend whatever you need to towards bills or whatever your necessities are. And everything else has to be put up. And this is in 2018. This is 2018. Right. So December 2018 is when I started working again. Okay, so you went so March to December. That's that's what you March to December. Yeah, March to December with no employment, just solely focusing on my business and working in my business. Okay, okay, but March was the big event. Like you made the money, but you were you were struggling in those months. I I was like, "Ooh, I made that money and got ooh, I got excited and I was like, "Yep, I'm out of here." Oh, yeah, okay. I'm out of here. Like, I, I got enough money to survive for, you know, four months. I don't care what I do. This four months is about to be amazing. And you wow. know what? It, it still was. I still don't regret it. I really don't. Because for one, it showed me like, because if I didn't want it bad enough, I wouldn't have continued on. I would have gotten back to work like I did in December 2018. And I would have stayed there. I would still be employed right now okay. if I felt like my business wasn't going to get me to where I needed it to get me. And I, and I, but I always believed that I never lost that belief. I just told, I told myself, okay, plan A didn't work. Now let's go to plan B. You know, like it was just a mindset of, okay, this, and then I, I started listening to motivational podcasts. I do remember specifically listening to a gentleman on a podcast, walking on the Monon trail in Broadway full of Indy. With my youngest, we were heading to get ice cream. I think I had like $28 in my bank account. Oh, wow. Okay. I said, you know what? We're about to go spend $5 on ice cream. I don't care. We're about to go do it right now because you know what? I need I need some peace. Like I need a, I just need to get out into nature. I need to walk this trail. Like, I, just, you know what I mean? It was kind of one right. of the moments yeah, where yeah. I just needed to just get out and just figure it out. Mm-hmm. I always do. You know, so, and he was just like, how do you think successful people make it? He goes, they fail a lot. He goes, but you know the difference between the successful people and the unsuccessful people? He says, the people that don't get up after they fall. He said, mm. fall down, fall seven times, get back up eight. There and I go. literally, I think I literally busted a tear walking down that Monon Trail because it was literally like, yeah, that's me. Wow. Like, I don't care how many times I fail in this attempt to be successful and to be solely financially independent on my own brand, my own wow. ideas and my own creative whims. I'm going to do this. Like, I don't care what I got to do. Like, I'm going to do this. Like, cause if I can get that wedding, I can get another wedding. Yep. Like, but now, so now it was just like, all right, Victoria, get back to work. Don't focus on where you're at. Focus on where you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. And so I worked for two years, two more years. Okay. Exactly. Two more years. Okay. I worked from December of 2018 to December of 2020. Wow. And in that two years, I downgraded my lifestyle. I got a car that was like $1,200 cash. 
It cost me probably $70 to insure it monthly. Not even that, I don't think. It cost me probably $25. That's when gas went $4 a gallon, basically, nowadays. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it, it just, I told myself, all right, if I'm going to be working and I'm telling myself I need to save this amount of money every month to be successful, to, you know, to support my lifestyle for a year or two or whatever I'm trying to do to take this second leap of faith, how much money do I need to do that? I sat down. I told myself, okay, I'm going to keep this up. I'm going to move it. I wanted a little bit more space. Mind you, I had three kids at the time. That mm. time I only had a two-bedroom apartment. I needed more space. Right, right. I said, all right, I'm going to move into this little double in the hood. Sure did. I, ha- I I did not want to. I'm going to be all the way real with you. I did not want to. Yeah, it's a rough Because in my mind, you know, because in my mind, it's like, I, I need a better, you know, living situation. And, and I deserve to be driving a nicer car. And you know what I mean? It's like, I sure. think you, you, let, you let the ego step in instead of just realizing, like, this is sacrifice is what this is. Mm. Like, you're sacrificing now for a better later, basically. Yeah, yeah. And once I realized that, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was gang time. I worked. I worked overtime. I worked my way up to an operations manager. I was making good money. And I said, you know what? Again, I stayed in the double. My rent was like $650 a month. Ah, I had no, I had no car note. Right, ain't that it? I had no car note. I literally was like, this is what I'm about to do. That little Stratus lasted me. I had a Dodge, I had a 2000 Dodge Stratus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know those cars. <laughs> 2000 Dodge Stratus Byron in 20. 2019, okay? And I said, it's cool. I'm not worried about it. Everybody around it. I'm not worried about it. Like, if I'm trying to do Cars something. Cars almost like, as old as you. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, for real. You know, like, once I let my ego get out the way, I was like, man, I'm not letting anything get in my way. I'm about to drive this Stratus. I sure am with my head held high. Because yep. guess what? I don't got nothing. I don't have any any financial liabilities, you know, linked to this. I don't, you know, that's what I started realizing. Like, what what do I have as an asset? What are my liabilities? And I started getting more financially in tune. Wow. Started self-educating myself on finances and just what I needed to get my money, you know, to make my money work for me instead of living, you know, above my means. Yep. And yep. feeling like I'm never going to get to where I'm at. I don't care about that stuff. And once I, once I, like I said, once I put my ego on the back burner and I realized, like, Victoria, you are trying to build something. What are you going to do? Like, if you fail once, how are you going to ensure that you do not fail again? There you go. And so I, again, mind you, keeping in mind, while I'm cutting my expenses, I still have to pay business overhead. I had a website I was trying to build. You know, I had my little subscriptions of the platforms I was using to put myself out there within the brand. You know, you're still having to build this brand while you're um, supporting your personal overhead. And so... Once I kind of started balancing those two out and I started realizing, okay, I can afford this much month, a month for the business. I'm not going to go over that. And I stuck to a budget and I really, again, became more financially in tune and aware and educated. A personal budget or, uh, like I said, or a business budget or both? Really both. Really okay. both. Because I think that, that that was also a part of it. Okay. You know, you, again, you have that money coming in and that's what happened in 2018. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, we can eat out a couple more days a week. We can, mm. you know, maybe go get, go travel a little looks, bit more. It looks that. tasty, and then you're like, "Oops!" It does. Mm. Yep, and that and that's what it was. That's what it was. I just I, I got carried away with not realizing that money should have been put to the side to sustain me, so that I could put more of my energy, my mindset into my business. Because I don't care what anybody says, you cannot, you will not ever see your business grow the way you need to see it grow if you're sitting at a nine to five. And then you're coming home, especially if you have kids, especially if you have a family, even if this is a significant other, you still have to give them time out of your day. Yeah, of course. You know, like you coming home and then now what? It's 6.30 p.m. You know, it's kind of like, are you up till midnight? Because now you got to be up at 7 a.m. to be, you know, get your kids to school to be back at work at nine. You see what I mean? It's kind of like there's no way you have the mental capacity, the energy, the, the creative flow that you would have if you had all day. And you're being disciplined That's with your time. So Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. You got to be disciplined. You still got to be disciplined. disciplined. Yes. But the Ooh, difference between sharing your time with a job versus having yes. the whole day, the whole work day, as we call it, we'll call it business hours to do right. your thing. That There's a huge uh, difference in between Correct. spare time versus actual time. 
like your spare time right. doing it, you can do it, but it's going to take twice as much effort, twice as much energy, et cetera, et cetera. And at the cost of, you know, how much time are you spending with your family? How much time are you spending with your significant other? You know, how much time are you having for yourself that's not, you know, pulling your brain in a working capacity? Yes. So yes. that all Health day, that all day, mm-hmm. having the, the whole day to do that, having business hours to do that is, it makes life seem so much more grand when you can just do it. It does. So, okay. Time freedom is everything. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, two years you worked. You went back yeah. to the workforce. You worked. And then you took that last leap. Was that your last leap? You took that. It was my last leap. Okay, you took that yes, last leap. How was that? I mean, because during those two years, it seemed like you were really getting your, you were getting your mind Fresh right. In you You <laughs> were putting in the work. You were putting yep. in the work. And you study financial stuff. You, you started to understand it better. I mean, you you knew that in yourself. You started cutting back on what you were spending, uh, not just personally, but also um, with your business. You, you manage your expenses so that you'll sacrifice these things personally, so that you can put it toward, so that you can have a little bit more money yeah. put it to your your stuff professionally. So yeah. at that two year point, when you were about to take that second leap, how did that go? What was the preparation like? I had no preparation. I didn't even put it in two weeks' notice. You're not the first. You're not the first guest on this show that said that. They just said, yeah. "I'm out." I said, "You know what? It's time." Did you just do I a mic drop and walk out? <laughs> I did. No, I actually I called my manager up. I said, "I'm not coming back." Wow. Okay. Wow. I mean, that's the best way I can explain it to you. I, I literally said, "I'm not coming back." Mm. It was five days after Christmas. It was December. 30th of mm-hmm. 2020 that I left that job. That was right during COVID. Yep. I was, yeah. That was right right when they started coming out with the with the uh, vaccination. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Yeah. I, all of my events were the last quarter of 2021. Mm-hmm. I made more money the last three months of 2021 than I, than I did the entire Yes. People were anxious to get back to being around each other. That's for sure. Yes. So I think that also is what helped, which is crazy to believe, because you would think that with event planning and COVID, people being a large group of people being in a room wasn't wasn't about to happen no time soon. So to quit the job in the middle of COVID, where my business did not look like it was going to be doing good at all, it basically was halted. Yeah, yeah, was like it was very like Victoria. You have lost your mind again. <laughs> <laughs> I had almost a year of expenses saved up. Mm-hmm. I already had, if I am not mistaken, I believe I had five or six weddings booked. Oh, well, there you go. Where I had monthly cash flow coming in, additional to the money that I had saved. Okay, and I used that extra money to then hone in on my marketing, to upgrade my branding, Mm -hmm. to start attracting that ideal client that I I started studying through that two-year process while I was working. Because there are so many steps to being a business owner. And I want to be specific about business owner because we, when, when we start our businesses, we are still running our businesses yep. while we're starting them. Yeah. And my goal was to ultimately do that, but to be an ownership of my business and not to run in it forever. Mm-hmm. So I had to ask myself, okay, how do I own this brand? How do I build this brand to where it attracts not only ideal high-end clients, which is what I feel the level of my service matches is that high-end client. But then how do I attract people that want to work for me mm-hmm. that are also going to believe in my brand and in my ideas and in my business and want to support that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because once I realized that and I started attracting, I mean, even prior to me leaving my job in 2020, I had acquired um, one assistant who is still with me now. She is now my lead designer. And she would pump me up when them days when I just didn't have it in me. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. We need, we need that. I'm so grateful for her. And we definitely need that. It, it literally, like, I always tell her, like, 
she was with me at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., trying to set up designs. She would be the only person that would come with me to set up events. It would just be me and her working 12-hour days, mm. and I couldn't pay her anything. Wow. Wow. She believed in my brand that much it's to good. where I could, I, or even if I could pay her something, it, was, it, was, it wasn't what, it, what she was worth, you know? Sure, sure. And so I think that alone is what kept me going, you know, wow. just having wow. that one person that I knew still supported everything I wanted to do, even without being monetarily compensated. She was definitely a very integral part in me continuing through those hard times because we do have those. That's so needed. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We have those up months where we're making, you know, bank thousands of dollars. Yeah. yeah. And then we have those down months where we've made up $500. And guess what? All of that is going to business over here. So guess what you made? Really nothing. Right, right. So it, it's no, it's interesting because a lot of a lot of us, when I say us, I mean you know black people specifically, we sometimes don't have that support. We have more people telling us what we can't do or what we shouldn't do because of their fear, fears. They're projecting their fears onto us. This happens, and yeah. you know their, their intentions aren't ill. They're usually not ill intentioned, but but it's just they they're genuinely afraid for you. They they're genuinely genuinely afraid for you. And so to have someone in your corner like that, paid or not paid, that's that's significant. Mind blowing. That's very it significant, is. and that that's uh, kudos to her for sure. Kudos to her, yes. and I'm glad that you had that because you know we need that. We people need that. Absolutely. You know? One, of, you know, and I don't want to take up a whole lot of your time. I want to ask you. So between that big that one where you took that false leap, and you know your next your next event, how much time passed? So I would say it was about seven months. Seven months. So you basically so it was about seven months. So right before, right at the end of you burning off the rest of that four months or five months or so, yeah. that was yeah when the next event. But came it was right. really it was like a lump sum of money. So it really was what kind of got me back over the hill of that financial deficit, so to speak. Sure. But it, it still wasn't going to support it wasn't me. Sustain, it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. Gotcha. It wasn't sustainable. You know, so like if I, if I would have been able to book like maybe three or four events and then two, again, I did not have the financial know-how then that I have now of knowing that it's better to have that monthly cash flow coming in sure. than it is to get those large lump sums from yeah. clients because especially when you don't manage because you burn it it's, especially if you burn it it's gone it's there it's like it's there yeah. so I'm going to use it you don't even realize you're doing right. it until you look back like dang I shouldn't have did that exactly uh, but yeah that that's that's so true that's actually a good little nugget there too because like you said a lump sum is we spend it we spend it it's exactly. either already spent or we're going to spend it. But yes. that monthly cash flow, that's some good knowledge right there. Good knowledge. Wow. Were, were you getting nervous when you took that second leap? Was, was it? Oh, was yeah. So like, oh, yeah. What was oh, that? Yeah. Now, when you took that it second was. leap, yeah, because I, I imagine that's probably horrifying after the, after the first experience went the way it did. When you took that second leap, did you have to make some adjustments, some further adjustments to your lifestyle? Because, I mean, yes, you have these monthly uh, income coming in from these clients. What did you have to sit down with your family and say, hey, look, I'm doing this and here's what we got to do. Was, was there anything like that? Was there a moment like that? Um, it, Not really so much because I think that, like I said, I was in a good place financially. I had been saving money. I had been setting myself under my, under budgeting myself for, you know, my necessities, my monthly overhead, both personal and professional. And so I was in a good place. I think for me, it was just self-doubt more than anything. Okay. And one thing I will say about my children and one thing they know about their mother is I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And, they, yeah. and they've obviously seen me at my lowest and they've also seen me at my best, which is my current situation now. You know, good, so good. They, I, think, I think for me, they were just kind of like, you know, of course, my youngest wasn't really old enough to quite right, understand, right. but obviously my oldest two were teenagers at the time. And they both were like, okay, for me to now be available to them to take them to school, to pick them up if they got sick. I think they wouldn't even know what that lifestyle would be like. They're so acclimated now to mommy having time freedom and being at That's home. That's nice. That's nice. And, and like, you know, and still we do what we do. We are able to travel and go out to eat. You know, it's like 
those little things that I think that we don't appreciate as a mom, when you look up and your kids are grown, you know, it's just, you want to feel that not only have you spent that time with them to pour into them, even if it's just love or whatever, you know, whatever you have to offer them. My kids just think what I do is dope, basically. You know what they say. That's cool. That's really cool. And I think I inspire them. And that's, I swear, that's all I really care about. I Mm -hmm. love my kids. They are everything to me. There you go. Literally, my children are everything to me. They are my main source of inspiration as to why I wanted to change my lifestyle. Is because I wanted to be a present mom, but still be successful. You You know, this world builds this mindset that when you're a mom or a wife, Having a business and all of that, that's unattainable because how do you have time to do everything? Mm-hmm. It, it, it definitely you is. You're just saying, and look I, at me. I, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's attainable. It is, you know, so okay. if you're a mom or you have, you know, whatever, whatever your responsibilities are, everyone's definition of success is different. Everyone's level of success is different. And I think that if you being an entrepreneur and being at home with your kids, it's, it's you know, it's successful, then that's okay. You know, I think yeah. there's no right yeah. or wrong way to that. We are all our own, you know, our own individual people and what may work for you may not work for me, you know, and we just have to respect that. So that's all I care about, honestly, is putting myself in a good position to where I'm financially independent and I can be a great example to show my children that financial literacy. It's it's the thing because you're kind of dropping it throughout this whole conversation. Um, But I like to pick your brain for some wisdom based on your experiences, based on what you've learned in your journey. What is some wisdom that you can drop to to our listeners right now? People that want to be inspired, people who are looking for motivation, people who might have been where you found yourself at some point along the way. First thing is definitely believe in yourself. That's number one. Okay. Do not allow outside people to influence what you know is true about yourself. Trust your process. Okay. Trust your process. Trust what do you mean by that? When I say trust your process, I mean, trust what it, and and this is specifically in the entrepreneurship journey. Right. Trust your process. You are going to have to put in the time. You're going to have to put in the energy. You're going to have to accept those failures. With with the L's come the W's. It is is a part of life in general, but it is definitely a part of the entrepreneurship journey. You have to keep going. You cannot stop. It's like, don't stop, keep going. The time will go by anyway. Be balanced, that mindset of I am a dreamer. I want nice things. I want to live in a big house. I want to drive a nice car. Whatever your dreams may be, balance that with your, well, balance that with reality. Balance that with a realistic mindset of having a practical plan for your dreams. Okay. Because I think that, like I said, anything that is set in your heart to do, it is attainable. You just have to ask yourself, what is the practical plan for me to get there? Okay. You know, don't automatically assume that everyone around you, because they did not succeed, that means that's going to be your story. Sure. You are all, all our own people. You're your own you person. To. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So just believe in yourself, trust your process, and, and have balance. All right. And faith. Ooh. Thanks, for right. sure. Yep, there you go. So, Tori, what does the future look like for Tori Lee Events? I mean, just what's that future for you, for your business? Do, you know, you had mentioned some things about Tori Lee Design, Tori Lee Cars, Tori Lee. Please share with us what, what you hope. You don't have to give out any trade secrets, just, you know, what you'd like to see yourself going. I would love to educate others okay. on how to plan and design. I am now branching my brand, my business, planning and design outside of Indiana, allowing my brand to grow within the U.S. I would love to inspire others that I feel were where I was seven years ago. I would love to be able to give back to the community in that respect of teaching others. And this is on the planning and on the design side. There are so many people that reach out to me and ask me, how did I get started? And I think that that would be just amazing, really. Because I I feel that that is what we lack is that turning around and lending the hand to the person that's behind you. Yeah, we we definitely should get in the habit of that. We as Black people. 
Um, right. And I say that. I say that boldly and proudly. I don't care. Right. We as black people yes. need to get in the habit, in the practice of reaching back. Not yes. just giving back to the community, but reaching back, helping our community, helping our own come up, if you will, as they say, come up. Because that's so important, man. Black excellence can only happen if the one, those of us who have, are achieving it are helping the next generation. And that generation is helping the generation after them and so on and so forth. Because the, the billionaire families of, of America, that's what they did. Why can't, we, why can't we do it? You know? Absolutely. So I, is, I love that. Money out here for everybody. And that's They're commendable for you. Too. It's commendable that you, you know, that you aspire to do that too. I just want to put that out there that I find it commendable. And, you know, good stuff. Good stuff. For real. So, Tori, I, thank you so much for just sitting down with me, telling your story, and just telling it like it is, keeping it real. I do appreciate that. This is your time to shine. Okay. So, I'm, I'm going to give the floor over to you, and you can just plug, plug, plug. I would love everyone to visit my website if they are interested in event planning services with Tori Lee Events or Floral Design Services. My brand follows Tori Lee Events, so the website is www.toryleeevents.com, and that is T-O-R-I-L-E-I-G-H, events with an S, dot com. All of my social media platforms are also of that same. My Facebook account and my Instagram account is Tori Lee Events. I would love for you guys to message me if you are inspired by this interview and you would love to learn more. Um, again, I think that this is a, a, an amazing opportunity for me to get to know you and for me to um, share whatever knowledge I can with you. And again, if you are looking for a planner, wedding planner or a wedding designer, I would love to hear from you and chat with you and see how best we can provide our services to you. Awesome. Well, Tori, thank you again so much. I love I loved your story and thank you for sharing that with us. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Likewise.